a state trooper came to my door and said, do you know Kirby Brown? She was cooked to death. That's how she died. This beautiful woman who was drunk on life and had friends all over. Do you ever feel like you're settling? For your foundation, that is. Maybelline's new Instant Age Rewind Eraser Foundation doesn't settle into fine lines and wrinkles. With SPF 20 and moisturizing pro-vitamin B5, this foundation not only provides medium coverage and a natural finish, but also protects and nourishes your skin. And the best part? The blurring sponge tip applicator makes application a breeze. Say goodbye to cakey, uneven foundation and hello to a flawless, radiant complexion. Try our new foundation today and see the difference for yourself at amazon.com slash instant eraser foundation. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. During the five-day retreat at this campground outside Sedona, Arizona, participants were challenged to shave their heads, go on a 36-hour trek into the desert without food or water, and ultimately end up in a steaming hot sweat lodge, all in an effort to transform their lives. It was in the sweat lodge where it all went wrong. Hot rocks doused with water, creating steam and temperatures well past 100 degrees. Courtroom testimony revealed that people were screaming, throwing up, crying, and babbling. Others were passed out. Hello, and welcome to Real Crime Profile. This is Jim Clemente, retired FBI profiler, former New York City prosecutor, and writer producer of CBS's Criminal Minds. And with me today is Laura Richards, criminal behavioral analyst, former New Scotland Yard, and founder of Paladin National Stalking Advocacy Service. And I'm Lisa Zambetti. I'm the casting director for CBS's Criminal Minds, and I have a real interest in real crime and the victims of those crimes. And today we have a very, very special guest. Hi, I'm Jenny Brown. We're really here to talk about my daughter, Kirby Brown, who lost her life in a self-help event a little over 10 years ago. And certainly that has completely kind of blown up our life and the life of many other people since she was a pretty powerful person with a big reach. So many, many people's lives were affected 
by her death. At this particular event that she was at, two other people died as well. 20 people were taken to area hospitals and some have sustained lifelong injury. So it's really important to me that people know who my daughter was because she was such a big person and her voice, her life has been taken from her. And we certainly don't ever want something like this to happen to someone else who is seeking self-improvement in their lives. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. And we all, our hearts go out to you and I'm sure our listeners, their hearts go out to you as well. We're sorry for your loss. And one of the first things we'd like to do is tell us about Kirby. Tell us who your daughter was. Well, she's the oldest of four children. So she has that kind of vibe about the oldest. Pretty responsible and kind of bossy, letting her siblings <laughs> know how they should live their lives and letting me know how you know I should live my life. When people ask me to describe her, I often say, Kirby was drunk on life. She was just big. She was the kind of person who just fills the room when they walk in. And when she lived in Mexico for about 10 years before her death, and when she would come home, it was like a hurricane had hit the house. All of a sudden, the phone is ringing and people are showing up and everyone wanted to be with their best friend. Everyone wanted to be with their favorite cousin. I come from a large family, so there's lots of nieces and nephews that were really close to her. They they called her their action figure cousin. Uh, I love that. Kirby Mm. mountain biked, climbed, rappelled, was a horsewoman. She had her own horse from the time she was 10 up until she went to college. She taught kids in, in Mexico where she lived. She had a little riding group, young children who wanted to learn how to ride. She surfed the big waves on the East Cape in the Baja, which is why she fell in love with the Baja was because of surfing. She kiteboarded, which is like amazing to me. Uh, it was a little scary to watch, but pretty amazing. So Mm. she just loved life and she immersed herself in beauty as well as adventure. Wow. She sounds like an amazing woman. And she was, yeah, she was a great friend too. She was concerned for us. My husband and I, we're both social workers by profession. And she always said, mom, really a social worker? Never going to make any money. Uh, And my husband and I have done a lot of clinical work So Mm -hmm. Kirby was a great friend and so many people felt they were her best friend. So she established close connections to people. And I think that happened because she knew how to listen. She had a lot of empathy and compassion. And she was also what she and I call a worker bee. She wasn't just someone who was sympathetic. She was someone who would be like right in there trying to provide help or support or doing something physical to to help someone. So, And what was her relationship like with her siblings? Like she was the oldest. So, I mean, what was that dynamic like? Well, each of them told me when they were in college, her three younger siblings, that Kirby sent them money, which I, I never knew. 
but she sent them money and said, look, mom and dad are helping with the tuition. You're never going to get another dime out of them, but I know you're going to need some money <laughs> to have some fun. So, you know, here it is. Her younger sister, Jean, it's 11 years this summer. We had her wedding at, on our property here in Westtown. And Kirby paid for this amazing band that oh, wow. just just rocked the place out. It was mm. it was awesome. It was really great. She was also the one who made sure that whatever problems there were, which there were, in having the party on our property, like where the tent was being set up was mud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She was the one who figured out the solutions of of what to do to save the day. And it was an amazing, it was an amazing celebration Mm. for all of us as a family when Jean got married. But Kirby was at the, right at the center of that, both doing the work and and solving problems. And the photographer had said to my daughter, Jean, Kirby was all over the place. I have a lot of pictures of her because she was just that kind of person that Mm. she, she was there for everyone. Sounds like she had a big heart in terms of looking out for everybody and everyone was incredibly fond of her, but that must be very touching to hear those stories of her stepping in and looking out for her siblings and sending them money. And it's just a thoughtfulness, isn't it? It's just so mindful and thoughtful that she was doing her own social work in a way that's um, right she didn't realize she was a social worker but she was <laughs> she really i wonder was. where she got that from yeah right right genetic I mean, memory right yes well what's amazing though jenny is that your face lights up when you talk about kirby and that's a wonderful thing and when you describe her, she seems like, you know, such a strong personality, both physically strong, spiritually strong, that she's not going to be anybody's victim. She's somebody who is just clear headed and knows what she's doing, somebody that that you would trust to go with anywhere. And so it's so sad uh, about ultimately what happened to her. It was very hard for us to understand how she could have died because she was so strong. She died in a sweat lodge that was set up like a heat challenge, but she lived in the Baja. She surfed, she was at the beach and she practiced Bikram yoga. So she was familiar with heat. We were astounded that she would have died in that environment, in that kind of situation. And The only thing that started to make sense to me after a couple of, I want to say at least four or five sleepless nights after her death of just this question of why, 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 how come her, was that Kirby played full on from the time she was born. Mm. So she was always the person who gave everything her all. When she committed to something, she was in and, 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 and did it totally and completely. And I think the challenge of that week retreat, that was a current and common refrain. You must play full on. I think the other thing that happened to Kirby was that she had made a decision that she wanted to expand her business. She had a decorative painting business with an artist in 
Cabo, and they painted really amazing high-end mansions on the Sea of Cortez. Mm. Very physical work. And she wanted to expand this business so that she would have more time to travel and visit with family. So I think that was a huge motivator for her. She also had witnessed that summer her, her sisters getting married. And she hadn't found the right life partner. And I think she was questioning herself about how come and how come I haven't found the right guy. And I really, um, I want to understand maybe there's things going on in myself that are preventing me from making that, that right decision. Because I always thought that she was so attractive that you know, people fell in love with her quickly. Mm. And then she responded right away before she realized whether this was the person she was choosing. And mm. then after a period of time, she would go, oh, no, he's holding way too tight and would break it up all off. So I, I think there were these internal dynamics that she really wanted to look at. She wanted to confront her own questions about could she do a big business? Did she have the skill set? Could she manage this? So you can look at someone's life from the outside and it looks like they have everything together and maybe they have everything that you want, right? But you never know what's inside the heart of another, Mm. what their dreams and goals and their own insecurities might be and their dreams and and trying to reach those, those dreams. So I think her desire to move to another level in her life was huge. And I think another motivation for my daughter was she used her life savings to make an investment in herself. Mm -hmm. She had saved up money to buy a piece of property in the Baja and the sale went, didn't go through. And I think at that point she decided maybe it's time to uh, to really invest in myself so I can get to this this goal, this dream, this place where I'd like to be. So knowing Kirby, <laughs> even if she had doubts during that week, she would have stayed anyway because she was going to make the most out of her investment and she was going to play full on. There would be so many listeners who are nodding along as you're talking. And I know I was just nodding along because I too had a similar sense that you can do all these things in your life and be with people. But are you truly happy? Are you truly opening up and experiencing your full potential? And I think always at a certain time in our lives, we have those moments. And it sounds sounds like Kirby had that moment and invested in herself. And I just think that's incredible that she was so self-aware and no doubt you and uh, your husband and family had something to do with that too, but that she's so engaged with life that she's looking to improve and to make things for herself even better. So I can completely understand the decisions that she took. I've been to numerous retreats and Bikram yoga and I've climbed mountains. I've tested my body and my mind I've done all of those things. I've marathon run, I've surfed, not in the Baja. And that's incredible she was doing that. It takes tremendous physicality. That's right. And it really does just show that anyone can be susceptible. You go along to retreats and climbing mountains with the people around you in good faith. 
and you are dependent upon them. And I said to Jim and Lisa when we first started talking about this case, you have to fully engage but have the right people, as in the medics and people that are around you to, to, to watch you, your baseline behavior, and check in with you. And certainly with fasting as well, because I am a, a faster. I do intermittent fasting every day. But if I do a big fast, I have to do things incrementally. That's right. And um, why I mention fasting is because there was a fasting element at the retreat too, before they went in. So it wasn't just that they were in a retreat, in a sweat lodge, pushing their bodies uh, and it's mind over matter. It was actually their physicality had changed tremendously because they'd been in the desert and had been fasting. And then they go into the sweat lodge. So I would imagine the, the, the punishment in terms of your physicality, nothing is normal to know what's normal and what's not, but not to have people checking on you and checking in. I, I think that that is a, a grave, grave error. And of course, it had huge consequence. But I certainly don't see that there's any questioning around your daughter's intentions or anyone going on something like this when people are looking to self-improve. And it's, it's very admirable that people are doing that. And I know that you feel very strongly about the safeguards being put in place. And this does not, to me, sound like it's some cult. It sounds like it's self-improvement gone horribly wrong without the right safety measures around right. and people with good intentions wanting to do the right thing, i.e. your daughter and everybody else who had paid money to go on this transformative journey. And unfortunately, the person who was leading that was not safe in the measures that, that were put in place. And I think that part is unconscionable. And of course, that's been seen in terms of well, sanctions in courts. Whether you're shipping 100 packages a month or thousands, ShipStation lets you automate routine shipping tasks and easily handle returns. Manage orders, print labels, compare rates, optimize every shipment, and automate delivery notifications with ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard. Plus, you can access industry-leading discounted rates from USPS, UPS, DHL, and Global Post, with discounts up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. Over 130,000 companies have grown their e-commerce businesses with ShipStation, and 98% of companies that stick with ShipStation for a year become customers for life. Optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Use promo code WONDERY today at ShipStation.com to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com promo code WONDERY. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We went to Spiritual Warrior in 2007. This was the pinnacle. 
before you sign up for these events, you're gonna sign a disclaimer about all kinds of stuff, but you don't know what you're gonna run into. The anticipation was there was gonna be a sweat lodge. I'm on the edge of the pit. The steam just comes up, it's searing your legs, searing your arms, you can't breathe. So of course you're sitting in this thing and you go, this is hotter than anything I've ever experienced. He's right. Yes, this is going on really long. He's right. Yes, I think I'm gonna die. But he said, I'm not gonna die. And he's gonna take care of me. And he's always been right. discovered how much money she had paid for this event. My children have always called me cheap. I, I like to think I'm, I'm cautiously frugal, but mm -hmm. I, I was like, oh my goodness. If I had known that, I would have been like, really? That Kirby, that's your, that's your life savings here. Come on. Let's, is anyone worth that much money? I, I think I would have discouraged her, which is why I am sure she didn't share that with me. Mm. But what amazed me was that she had paid that much money for a five-day retreat, and there was no risk management plan in place. This is a high-end event, and there's no medical standby when you're mm -hmm. asking people to physically challenge themselves. And what, what started to make sense to me was that the person who ran this was getting off so much on how much money he had made and, and how much power he could exert over other people. And that piece of him met with Kirby Brown, who played full on since she was born. And that right. was the perfect storm. Mm. So well, I, I, I think we, we, we need to look at our own personality sometimes and, and potential vulnerabilities and then make some decisions about who we trust because she was, she was brought up to trust people. Mm. She was brought up in safety. And I have to say, I like trusting people. I don't want to be cynical and, and dis, uh, distrustful. And I think I've always said, give people the benefit of the doubt. Think the best of them, and that's going to encourage them to be their best. I mean, that, right. was, always, that was always my mantra when I worked with guys on parole and pro probation. And don't enter this situation with a judgment. Leave yourself open to the possibility of who the person can be. So I know Kirby believed that in her life. And then that was dramatically exploited. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was a, he was a complete sham and and if she had done surfing and, and kite surfing and all of these things, she had to trust her teacher who taught her to do those things to keep her safe and we all do even in Bikram yoga, you have to trust that the the teacher is going to see if you're if you're having an issue and need to leave. And so of course she trusted him and he made everybody trust him, right? He talked the talk. Trust but, um, factor yeah. here that's also important is not only trusting someone who really sounds knowledgeable and talks about their training and their experience and, and what they've done in the past, which you don't know is a lie because the person sounds so convincing uh, and you're like, wow, th this is amazing. And then that person has been on Oprah. 
And that person has been on all the morning talk shows. And that person has been in a popular book and DVD all about self-improvement. So it wasn't just trusting him, but it was trusting all of those people in our culture that we trust. Mm. And, And there's a responsibility on the main media. It never occurred to me that what he touted as his background and his experience and his knowledge was a lie. Oprah has a staff to investigate someone's background. I don't. Right. I, I, that that blew me away that Oprah was fooled by him too. And that she did not know that what he said he knew or where he had trained or what uh, what his experience was, was a lie that it was not true. She didn't, she was fooled also. That blew me away that she was also fooled by someone. Well, Jenny, you asked earlier, how could this have happened to your daughter? How could Kirby have actually succumbed to this when she was so rugged and so used to extreme heat and extreme activities? And I think it really comes down to what, how you described her as a person and a personality. You said she was invested and you said she was determined and strong. And that determination and strength and her investment led her to a position where she was going to test herself. She was going to push herself just like she was told to do. And in fact, what happened was she was told that it would feel like she was dying. But the implication is that she would not be dying. And so she pushed through those extreme feelings. She pushed through these ultra extreme events that should never have been done because clearly they were life threatening. They should never have been done without individualized attention, monitoring and safety measures. that were not in place at all. And when Laura said earlier that the leader talked the talk but didn't walk the walk, he was the one who got up and went to the door and opened it. So he would have gotten the fresh air and cooled off every 15 minutes while the people who were inside the tent, who were locked into their positions basically and shamed into not leaving, they never got the respite. So he wasn't actually walking the walk. He was just talking the talk. But also, as you hit on, she trusted the guy. She trusted because of all the other things, all the imprimatur of trust and achievement and training were there. But in fact, what she was actually dealing with was a reckless human being a reckless person who was only caring about the money. Like you said, everybody paid a tremendous amount of money to be there. And that should have afforded them the ultimate in protections and safety. Exactly. And it was not there. It was not there. And that was, that was pretty shocking to us that that was not in place, that they were actually in an area where they couldn't get cell reception. So when things went horribly wrong, someone had to run a good quarter of a mile in order to call 911. And it wasn't him who called 911. He came out of the, that tent, 
raised his arms in victory, looked around at chaos, and within, I don't, reports seem to indicate about half an hour or 20 minutes, he left, went up to his place and, and showered and had dinner. But then he got into his rental car and left the scene, knowing that at least three people were critically ill, if not already dead. Well, he, he left, left the scene. He left the scene after the police came to find him to find out what had happened. And they said, we're thinking that this may be homicide. He freaked out then. And, and after that, didn't cooperate with the police at all, sat in, sat in their car, never spoke to them, and then left as soon as he could. So you're talking about such callous disregard for the people who trusted him. When when I heard that, as a therapist, if my last client leaves my office and is standing in a parking lot waiting for someone to come and pick them up, I'm not leaving until their ride arrives. That's my responsibility to protect my client. If, If I'm dealing with someone who's really struggling, it's my responsibility to check on them and see how they're doing and get them to the right place or the right help, the right resources if I don't have them. He had no concern for any of his participants, and yet he can now talk about how this was the most terrible thing that ever happened to him in his life and get on stage and cry for his three good friends that died in this accident Mm. that he left them in the dirt and never looked back. They were in that tent for another 15 minutes before anyone even discovered that they were in there. Oh, man. Unbelievable. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite gripping investigations ad-free? Good news! With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash ad-free true crime. That's amazon.com slash ad-free true crime to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You hear that? Your dog knows. Spring is coming sooner than you think. But the warmer weather also means that fleas and ticks are coming back. Fleas are an itchy nuisance and can easily get into your home, furniture, and beds, which can be terrible. Ticks are even worse. They're hard to spot but can carry disease and get your dog really sick. PetMed's pharmacists connect directly with your vet to save you time and deliver the best flea and tick products for your pet. PetMeds offers low prices on all flea and tick meds, including Nexgard, Simperica, and more. Visit PetMeds.com and use promo code PODCAST to save 40% on your first auto ship order. That's PetMeds.com promo code PODCAST for 40% off your first auto ship order. Shauna Bowen helped take care of some of the people dragged out of the sweat lodge. I think that we are all looking for a leader to just say, hey, 
I made some horrible mistakes, and I'm sorry, and what can I do to make right by this? I actually used the same terms, Ginny, that he showed a callous disregard, because it's just right at the opposite end of those of us in the caring profession, with empathy, compassion, attunement, and wanting to ensure that people are okay. And what you describe is just unbelievable, actually. And I just watched a little bit of Enlighten Us, the documentary, which I wanted to ask you about. But I, there's one scene where, as you just said, he's crying. It's the first talk that he gives following his release from prison. And I just want to draw attention, because I'm not sure if Lisa and Jim have seen it or whether you have, but these were the words that he chose to use when he got up on stage. He said, I was involved in an accident. I lost three friends. Life has thrown some real tough blows at me, but by the grace of God, I'm still here. And he mm. stood up and everybody clapped. Unbelievable. Which, which so I disgusting. found just unbelievable on the basis that there was no mention of the three victims. There was no real contrition and it felt like a show. But to say he was involved in an accident so that he is part of it. And so you think about him because you don't see the others. So I would have expected to have seen a picture of Kirby Brown, James Shaw and Liz Newman behind him and for it to be authentic. But it just felt like it was a show and he wanted the spotlight on him and people to clap him because he's, by the grace of God, still here. This is something terrible that happened to me rather than to all of you, to families that were ripped apart. I don't know what your reaction is to that. The last statement in Enlighten Us is... Sedona had to happen so that I could learn how to deal with adversity and then be able to teach others to deal with adversity in their lives. I'm sorry. He's just using, he's using your daughter's death and the death of the other two participants to make himself seem better. Exactly. The answer is three letters. E-G-O. It's all ego. 100% ego. And it's all about him. And it's disgusting. What's amazing, Ginny, and, and I know you have actually suffered a great loss. What's amazing is you still maintain what your given profession was, which is social work. You maintain the utmost respect and honor for the people you're dealing with. Even if those people do wrong, you still give them honor. You still do what you're supposed to do, which is help them. This clown, and clown is probably even such a, a generous term. He talks about what happened, not what he did. He takes no responsibility. Yeah, none. And he does nothing to actually deal with the fact that he set in motion events that recklessly at least took the lives of three human beings who trusted him. They weren't friends of his. They, he was not friends of theirs. They were consumers. They, they were clients. Of they his paid for money. it. They paid a lot of money to him. And it's disgusting. It's just literally vile that he could call them friends 
and say he suffered and that he had to go through this so he could help others. No, no, it didn't have to happen. You don't have to fall off a cliff to tell people it's dangerous to do that. So let me had a responsibility. He failed. Well, we have so much more to talk about, Jenny. I hope you'll come back next time so we can continue talking about your beautiful daughter, Kirby Brown. Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity. Till next time, thank you for listening to Real Crime Profile. Signing out. If you like deeper analysis like this episode on topics like making a murderer, Mindhunter, Escape at Danamora, The Case of Sally Challen, The Teacher's Pet, Lynette Dawson, The Exonerated Five and When They See Us, and The Disappearance of Madeline McCann, you can listen to RCP on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or whatever platform you listen to us on. And please be sure, if you like what we do, to give us a five-star review. Thank you for listening to Real Crime Profile. Real Crime Profile is produced and edited by Paul Francis Sullivan. Sound engineering by Mike Thal. Music is composed by Simba Tsumba. Logo art by Jim Clementi. Real Crime Profile is produced by XG Productions and distributed by Wondery. For advice and support if you're experiencing stalking in the UK, you can contact Paladin National Stalking Advocacy Service on 203 866-4107 or you can go to the website where there's a lot of information and advice that you can follow on www.paladinservice.co.uk If you're experiencing domestic abuse, you can call the National Domestic Violence Helpline for free on 0800-2000-247 In the US, if you're experiencing domestic abuse and need advice, shelter or counselling you can call Genesis, the 24-hour hotline, on 214-946-4357. You can also go to their website for further advice or support, www.genesisshelter.org. And there's the Domestic Violence Hotline on 800-799-7233. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Real Crime Profile ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. The wait is over. So far, you're not losing. The only thing you're losing is my patience. Quickly, I see that. Bing! The queen of the courtroom is back. I didn't do anything. You wouldn't know the truth if it came up and slapped you in the face. I see he's not intimidated by anything. I can fix that. New cases. She wanted to fight me. Leave her alone. Okay, so, um... Not, this is not a so. This is a period. Classic Judy. Did you sleep with her? Yes, Your Honor. You married his cousin. His brother. That's not him. Yes, ma'am. I would make a beeline for the door. The Emmy Award-winning series returns. How did I know that? I have crystal ball in my head. It's an all-new season. It's streaming. You can say anything. (laughs) Judy Justice. Only on Freebie.